That's a little known as, ladies and gentlemen, for making me sick as much as Ollie made me. Welcome to Garden Parties, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, yeah. Ollie out. Ollie out. Shout out to me, though, because uh, Liverpool plus four, most solid to score, uh, eight and a half corners. Your boy won like $500. It's cool. Not a bad weekend. <laughs> Not a bad weekend. Yeah, I mean, I mean. I, I like money. I like money. Yeah. yeah. If you don't laugh, then you have to cry, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, this this was pretty bad, right? Like, I I think like the all out all in thing is like a, a boring like dichotomy to to think about, but like it's not good enough. And when it's not good enough for that long, you change the manager. So that's that's probably what's going to happen. Um, and you know, rightfully so. It's it's not like these kind of performances have only been happening against really good teams like Liverpool, right? Like we've been playing like this against everybody and it's, it's just not good enough. Yeah. I mean, uh, we've talked about this endlessly from like a tactic standpoint, from like a shape standpoint, from like a game plan standpoint. And it just is none. And I think you have to give him a little bit of credit for, you know, everybody's talked about bringing the feel-good factor back, clearing out some dead wood, um, providing some kind of foundation for the next step. But he is just clearly so far out of his depth at this level with these players that, I mean, I mean, it's got it's it's got to go to somebody else. It's there's just and it's the same shit. And it's not just that it's been a month coming or two months coming. This has been consistency the way consistently the way that we've played for like a year and a half now they're grinding out results dropping points to poor teams we got punked by fucking tottenham last year 6-1 like this isn't anything new i mean let's be honest united are lucky to even finish the game with fucking 10 players yeah Ronaldo, 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 Ronaldo could have been sent off. Bruno could have been sent off. off. Maguire could have been sent off. sent off. They could have scored f- fucking three or four more goals easily. Yeah, and it's just not not good enough at all. I mean, and I'm taking off, I don't taking off Rashford, like I, I taking I, off Greenwood at halftime just makes just no sense whatsoever. Even yeah, I mean, every change that he made made us worse. Give it to God Pies until the end of the season. Yeah. <laughs> At least Skulls yeah, is out I, here I, sucking on toes. <laughs> I I don't know what that's about, and I don't think I want to know. Um, <laughs> Wait, you didn't see this, Jesse? I'm, I, I think that's it. Uh, I need to see. I, uh, I just need a screenshot of him sucking on a toe. Skulls' daughter posted a picture that said true love, and it's her foot in his mouth. And That's... that isn't the worst thing that happened to United this weekend. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I mean, I, I, I think, Nick, yeah, what I'm... you were saying is is worth pointing out, right? Like, it's, it's easy to forget how t- 
toxic, how bad things were at the end of Jose. Right. So like, I think Ali deserves a lot of credit, but you're right. Like, I, I think like completely out of his depth is maybe a bit harsh, right? Like got to a European final finished in the top four in back-to-back seasons, which is something that Jose didn't even do. But, but I mean, that's, we're just talking about United, right? So like, I, I, I would say completely out of his depth. No, but like, it, are you going to get back to the absolute top with him, which is what United should shoot it for. And that's also no, right? Cause like the people, the clubs that you're trying to surpass have Pep, Tuchel and Guardiola. If they all leave their current clubs, every club in the world is going to want them, right? Can you say the same thing for Ali? No. No. Right? You can't. Norwich wouldn't, Norwich wouldn't even want him. Daniel Farka is putting up better performances in the Premier League than Man United at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. So you can. Steve, Steve Bruce in, right? United legend yeah. Steve Bruce in. And if I could just fucking shake the table here for a second. Um, one of the worst decisions I think he's ever made is making Harry Maguire captain of this team. I think he's by far the worst captain we've had in decades. I can't think of a worse one we've had. And it's easy to single him out over these last couple games where he's been really poor. But He's also not fit either. <clears throat> and he's not fit, so I'm not going to single him out over that. But I am going to say that he's gotten – dropped to his knees by every player from fucking Sergio Aguero to a bum from partisan Belgrade. He has tackled his own players on set pieces. He's constantly out of position. He's constantly getting dragged out of position. And the back line is at total disarray. And if you're an $80 million center back and you're the captain of Manchester United, no matter what the manager is doing, you should be able to communicate with your back line and communicate with your defenders. And I simply just have not ever seen that from him. And people hide behind his heading stats and, oh, he's good in the air. But, like, he's not even doing that for us when it counts on the other end of the pitch where he's missing chance after chance after chance after chance. If we tried to sell him right now, we would barely get $30 million for him. 35 maybe. He's not a United-caliber player. He's now he was never worth eighty million, and Lester laughing at us taking that million to that money to the bank, and it's just infuriating watching him do this time and time again, and have people rag on Pogba about his consistency, and you know, while a- absolute Bruno, super Bruno, performance by Bruno Pogba. has had. Oh, well, okay, so yeah, you're just gonna leave him <laughs> out to fucking hang out to dry, coming in at four nothing, playing out of position. Like, oh my god! Just... I really can't wait for fucking. My only Pogba question is: it... How many players under nineteen keep him out of the Barcelona eleven when he moves there? <laughs> yo, I've been no, white, but... Jesse. Have a good night, everyone. <laughs> but yo, but like, yeah. like, like, like seriously, yeah, when Zidane enough, comes in, and we went like come back about Harry Maguire. So he's got to talk about Pogba. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like. Yo, guys, he's been real. Thanks, I'm Jesse. Let's watch. Do you remember when Harry Maguire gave gave the ball over twice in the box against Sheffield United and we lost three to two? You remember when Harry Maguire gave the ball away twice last week against Leicester and we lost four to two? Remember when Harry Maguire got out jumped by somebody with a dead hamstring last week and they scored a goal on a corner kick? Do you remember, remember when, when Harry Maguire looked in, in the opposite minutes? direction when the cross came in and Suso wow. scored on us, sending us out of the Europa League? 
You remember when Harry Maguire pulled down Luke Shaw and the ball flew over his head and Southampton equalized in the 90th minute? You remember when Harry Maguire was man-marking Aaron Wan-Bissaka when the same fucking thing happened again? Like, it's just, you can't tell me that one of the, three of those mistakes for an $80 million center back is unacceptable. But it happens all the fucking time. And that's not even getting into how many chances he's missed on corner kicks or how many times he's left somebody onside because he's not playing up with the rest of the line. It's just so fucking tiring. I'm so tired of Harry Maguire. I'm sorry going to rant here, <laughs> but like, I don't want, like, it's just shameful watching him lead out oh, United like so that bad. week in, week out. Uh, hopefully this peppermint tea, all this beer, all this like pint of water that I'm drinking will make me snap out of this bad mood. And I'm not sure which one it's going to be. <laughs> Can can Pogba be captain, or does Jose's banning him from the captaincy still hold, or is that has that passed? He could be captain. De Gea could Fred. be captain. Fred. Oh, in, 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 captain. in all seriousness, Bruno, it, it has Bruno. to be. Bruno. Could be fit. But I don't. If, like, if you're if you're gonna Bruno take it away Fernandez, from Maguire, like, it has to be De Gea. There's there's it has to be De Gea. Yeah. Yeah. Fern, sure. Fernandez is Fernandez is way too petulant of a player to be yeah, a captain. A he doesn't player. have the personality. To me, fantastic. he might have the leader. He might have other leadership abilities, but in terms of being a captain, it's like no, Jay Lane. It doesn't translate. Jay Lane should be captain if he plays. Depending on if who it's going to be anybody, it's got to be De Gea or maybe Rashford. Yeah, fair, fair. So, so who's the manager then? It, it seems like the rumblings, at least early rumblings, are Conte. Are you too happy with that? Uh, Conte, no. Zidane, Steve Bruce. Eric Ten Hag, which I don't think Ten is Ten Hag's not leaving Ajax in the middle of the season. They actually Pochettino's not going to leave. Yeah, Pochettino's Dude, not going to leave. I PSG. think Pochettino. I'm I'm so glad that on this podcast we've I've stayed consistent and been Oli out. Haven't wavered even when he was doing well. I've been yeah, but what, what, what's the start. point of that though? Like, what what's the point of of like he's not, not a, supporting the manager when the team's doing well? I don't get. He he should have been he like he like the first season when he was. He should have left. He should have. He should have taken the coaching role. There's no reason that we. That, it yeah, just makes no, one, no, no fucking sense. Realistically, nothing no makes sense. No one's uh, gonna be like, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna take a back seat. No one's gonna do that. Not if you want to continue to be a manager. Uh, I mean, you, there's there's still ego, right? Where you're at the top level. Yeah. No one. No one's gonna do that. Nick, you, you were saying earlier con- the idea of Conte scares you a little bit, right? Yeah, because I just, like, look at – not look at the state he's left his last few teams in. But first of all, do we want a manager that hasn't stayed anywhere longer than two years? Like, yeah. the idea of managers staying long-term like Fergie or anything like that or Banger in this day and age is, you know, far-fetched. It's not going to happen. But would we rather have somebody for five years – or Conte for two years and he's played the same 13 players. And yeah, we win the league the next year and maybe we win the FA Cup. But after he alienates a few players, clashes with the board. And, you know, like, he, I'm not, and this isn't to say he's a bad manager. He gets results. No, I, but I, it's just the way he comes into teams. It could be good for us or it could, we could win something and then be left back in the same state we were in in 2016. 
you know. Well, that's, I mean, that, but there's that's also the... like look at Chelsea, look at Chelsea. They they got rid of a club legend in Lampard, brought in an actual manager, and they're flying. Yeah. Like no, and, and, and an I'm sure fucking manager. I'm sure the people who are making the decisions, and we can talk about them in a second because that's the elephant in the room, right? Like, as much as they might not know football, like they they saw what happened with Chelsea last year, right? And I'm sure that's weighing heavily on their mind. But like, if we're gonna talk about all this stuff, you gotta you gotta blame like who are the people at the top that gave Ale a new three year contract? Who are the people that just gave why the coaching staff new contracts? Right? Oh like, my gosh. The, the the reason that I think your fears with Conte are are justified, Nick, is because like organizationally and behind the scenes and structurally, we are not as strong as we should be for as big as the club as we are. No. Right. And, and he he left Inter partly because the board wasn't giving him the players that he wants. Does he, do you, we think that he's gonna come to United and be able to bench, you know, Bruno Fernandez and order, you know, whoever our director of football is to bring in whatever wing back du jour he wants like i'm going on mute because I'm, I'm just sure gonna stop get, swearing I'm sure we would get good <laughs> results from that but then like two years later half of our team or the core of our team is kind of gutted <laughs> like and we got to rebuild from the post conte years or we got to go through the whole sorry lampard then somebody good again after that scenario that you know I, yeah and and like i said just, you know that's that's where the lack of togetherness at the upper echelons and decision making at the club yeah. are like that that's when that kind of stuff comes home to roost right but like the reality is we're coming up on a decade without a league title like yeah the answer might be just like you know what get conte in get a title and then figure Nine out years. figure out everything else after but you know who else also came in and in two and a half years won a league title and won three straight Champions Leagues and then came back again and won a league title and took a team with 66 injuries all the way up until the final day of the season, losing La Liga by one point that everybody thinks is just an average manager and got gifted a good squad. And who's been sitting there without a job for? Oh, I mean, I I would six, have no problem with Zidane coming in. That the rap on Zidane was, or Zidane was always that uh, he didn't want to come to the prem. I'd, I'd have him in United. Yeah, I would take I'd him in a heartbeat if we United. could if we could draw him in. And yeah. I think this the team the way the team is now and the players that we have now would be much better suited to the way he manages than a Conte. The personalities that we have in the dressing room and stuff like that, I think would. Just... Well, there's there's the familiarity with Ronaldo. There's the familiarity yeah. with um, Varane. Even somebody like Pogba, who didn't necessarily play for him, but they, be... obvi- they definitely know each other through the France Federation, and he has said on multiple occasions, you know, Zidane is his idol. Maybe that's, you know, we talk about a player unlocking Pogba. Maybe it's finally Zidane coming in and unlocking, unlocking Pogba, who still, or, by the way, or, or seven, maybe he's just not that seven assists of a good season. Player. You know, <laughs> already had or, seven. Or maybe just that. Right? Just looking yeah. at Nadja's face is annoying me. Wow. Yeah. Like looking at Nadja just smiling this whole time is like really, really getting to me. I mean, if Paul Pogba <laughs> had COVID last season. What was Harry Maguire's excuse? He probably had COVID too. Who knows? They don't have oh, to reveal okay. it. Yeah. <laughs> he played every game in the Premier League with COVID. Okay. He's 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 a big Kyrie Irving stand. He doesn't have to he doesn't have to reveal that. Having having COVID honestly seems like a better option than watching another United game. All right, it just seems better. 
Yeah, it's not less painful. It's 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 not pleasant to say the least. Way um, less painful. We we do unfortunately though, like Liverpool, they haven't lost since what I heard somewhere they haven't lost since April. They look really good. Salah's the best yeah. player in the world right now. Like I hate that all those things are true, but they are. Yep. And I mean, you look at it, uh, as much as it was a tactical disaster class from Ole, and as much as if we're being completely honest, Liverpool honestly didn't really play that well. I mean, they played well, but they no, yeah, they they weren't at their best. That's there. that's the frightening part they for how bad best. United are right now. But oh my god, you look at so the bad. difference between Ole and. Jurgen Klopp. Jurgen Klopp is probably looking at the way we've played over the last few weeks and seen that no matter who our midfield is, it's it could easily be over. And so what did he do? He has somebody like Fabinho who usually sits in and might push up here and there and plugs in Keita instead, who is just going to press and win the ball and hound people in a way that Fabinho doesn't. Um, and it they just completely overloaded our midfield with one tiny little tactical switch from Jurgen Klopp. That's how easy it is to just completely do away with whatever game plan we have. And that's the, honestly the difference between somebody like Klopp and somebody like Ola, that you can see that and just at, like drop a player and have enough cohesion in the team that it's not going to cause any kind of discord. And, you know, Nabi Keita's in a good run of form right now, so keep him going. But, like, it's almost as simple. I mean, it's not as simple as that. But, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. if maybe if Fabinho's in there, they only score three because they're playing a different – they're just playing a slightly different shape in the midfield. But one little tweak, and we look like we're, like, fucking – Kids, kids, like my kids. fucking De Gea, high, De Gea, my high school De Gea said it, right? You play like kids. Do you, do you remember when it was sixty minutes in and they brought on Mane? That was banal, yeah. right? Yeah. That was just banal. Like, yeah, they could have scored ten if they wanted to. Yeah. They could have scored ten. Worst to have had as a United fan in a very long time. I, uh, I, I think worst day, worst day since the Jose loss in the Champions League. I think I posted the video earlier on our socials of just Tim Sherwood saying, this is the worst day that I've ever had ever. And that is very much how I feel right now. Yeah. Yeah. It was not good. So well, it's like the, the video I sent in the group chat the other day, uh, Ole at the wheel. It's like Tina Belcher driving the car slowly into the one other car in the parking lot <laughs> and crashing the car. I just, uh, I'm so sick of it. I'm so fucking sick of it. All right. Should we talk about City? Because I imagine needs to speak and yeah. just not smile. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to dip. I watched no other Prem except United. So <laughs> I, I got to, I got to talk United. I, I, got to, I got to bust your chops about the, the Pogba disaster class. Oh, so my gosh. I had, I had fun. We had some laughs. I loved doing this. I, I will happily do it again very soon. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right. Seriously. Um, oh uh, real God. quick. Oh, when we get battered by Atlanta. thank you. For... Oh, when we get battered by Chelsea. Oh, when yeah. we get battered yeah. by City. Right, Rick just, just fill, just fill in the blank. Um, player oh. of the week. Unfortunately, Mo Salah, best player in the world. Hate to say it, breaks my heart to have to say that, but it's true. Um, kid of the week. 
the United kit. Uh, 2011 away, the blue one, underrated kit um, with the blue and black horizontal stripes. Mm-hmm. And match of the week, Milan 4, Bologna 2. Um, Milan blew a 2-0 lead when they were up a man. It took Bologna going down to nine men. It was 11 v 9 for like 25 minutes before Milan got a winner. Wild match. Check out the highlights. All right. I'm out. What, what a guest, going what to a guest performance. Go and Thank teach some kids. Tunis for joining us today. <laughs> <laughs> Go and teach some kids. Go and teach some kids, Jesse. All right, boys. Be good. Peace, Jesse. Peace. Uh, City win 4-1 without a striker. Yeah. You see Pep after the game. Um He's like, Sky, I'm going to ask you something. One of these days, I'm going to have a striker and we're going to score a lot of goals and you're going to ask me if this was because I signed a striker. It'll just stop these questions already. Yeah, uh, Pep, Pep post-match notwithstanding, uh, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this. Um, being dominant is like one thing, but also I thought – I think it was kind of like we said last week, and Brighton is that team that, like, if they turned it on, if they managed to click, they could beat us. You know, they yeah. could cause problems. Um, and, I mean, you saw it in the second half. Like, Grandpa uh-huh. made two substitutions, made a little bit of a tactical switch. If we're honest, they, and they kind of bossed they, the second half. They did. It was a, it was 1-1 in the second half. Tariq Lamptey was really, really good yeah. when he came on. It was quite so, but still, I mean, I think it was like the same as Burnley last week. It was just a like professional mm-hmm. performance. Um, they had a game plan. They did it efficiently because it's a pet team. Yeah. Foden is obviously the bright spot, though. Um, I just find it funny that like he just seems to continually shine brighter than like all these these big money signings and whoever else. He's still the brightest thing on the pitch. As he should be, I guess. He's kind of been groomed to be. But um, just the consistency is impressive so far. Um, yeah. If that continues. Just that, like, the pace of uh, of his goals as well. I mean, the second goal, you didn't really know much about. You just, like, kind of yeah. hit him. But, like, just a very good player. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it feels like maybe the link up with him and between him him and Grealish is like maybe growing a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. I think the first goal wasn't was a Grealish assist. Um, so yeah, that I, I I feel like Grealish has struggled to get into games um, so far, and maybe he's coming on a little bit. He seemed um, a bit better this match, at least in the first half, kind of drawing defenders and, and spraying the ball around and shit. Um, but um, looks looks good. I'm happy, obviously. Um, also, shout out to Izabasuma, who is apparently back on the bench and not like uh, under suspicion of of rape anymore, which is good. <laughs> I think he was, he was back on the bench last week too. Yeah, yeah. So you know that's that's a that's a loss for Prison FC, but a win for us because yeah. uh, Basuma is one of my favorite uh, players and seems like a decent guy. So. Um, yeah. Not to be in jail for rape. <clears throat> no, um, yeah, good day, good day, um, good day for us. I'm, I'm very happy, actually. Um, sorry, it couldn't. I mean, also, hey, look, the winners, the winners for... for all of Manchester. It's a win for all of Manchester. 
No. We're, the city, we're the people's club. Salford? It was a... <laughs> you talking about Salford City? <laughs> wait, I, wait, I'm confused. What are you talking about? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> you just said it made, it made you mad that I got the grin. That's, that's sad. That's sad. Uh, I love you, really. Uh, <laughs> Chelsea Norwich. He heard it for folks on air. On air, he said it. Anyway. Uh... Everybody knows it. <laughs> Chelsea Norwich. Uh, Chelsea scores seven without Lukaku and Werner. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, I'm sitting there putting in my fucking – same game parlay, and I'm like, do I go with Mount? No, he hasn't scored in 25 games. Ooh, Reese James has good odds. No, I don't know if that's going to happen. Chilwell scored like two games in a row, and then like even at halftime, I was thinking about putting money on Chilwell to score. Like, yeah, I don't know if he can do three in a row. So with Kai Havertz, the only one that didn't fucking score in a 7-0 against Norwich, and it was the only part of the parlay that didn't fucking go off. <laughs> what? Yo, do you remember- like, what the fuck, man? Do you remember? <laughs> Do you remember, remember last week? Fuck? Do you remember the last week when I said football's been so mental lately? I feel like I'm in a dream. Like this yeah. just goes to prove it. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm, am I still awake? Like, are you guys just like at my hospital? I feel like bed? I'm going fucking crazy, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it is so annoying. But yeah, uh, Mason Mount proved me wrong and scored three goals and just generally bossed this game. Mm-hmm. Um, scored his first goal. In what was it, 25 games, and says it's about fucking time. Time, yeah. as he's celebrating, yeah. yeah, it's about yeah. fucking time. Good for him. Yeah, he's a good player. Yeah, same same energy as is, is uh Foden as well, right? Like, kind of yeah. came through the ranks and whatever, whatever, and always kind of comes on and bosses it, and seems not to always get the respect he deserves. Yeah. Oh, uh, I love that. I love that apparently Ben Gibson got uh, a yellow and a red within 10 minutes of each other. Yeah. <laughs> what else says I'm frustrated? What else says you're frustrated? Have you seen me recently? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, what better communicates it on, on, oh, on my than a yellow and a red in 10 minutes? <laughs> just want to... Just ready to hit like, For real. <laughs> should we not? Should we just like make garden parties like a darts podcast? Like we could watch yeah. rugby. There's like so much we could Every do. We're wasting our time. Yeah, like we yeah. just wasting our time here. Uh, Watford, Everton. Oh. This is a wild. This was my match oh. of the weekend. This was fucking wild. Yeah, it was, it was a complete, yo, was complete meltdown. Yeah, it was. This weekend was pretty crazy. Yeah. Um. But yeah, this was just a complete meltdown from Everton. They're up to one at home going into late stages of the second half. And then in the span of, I think, eight minutes or something like that, Watford scored four goals. Yeah, Josh King had, I think, a seven-minute hat trick or something like that. After not scoring a single goal while at Everton for a half season, uh, they brought him in as offensive reinforcement and then he comes back and scores a hat trick. He's yeah. getting booed too, I think. Yeah. Sick. Got all yeah. of it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, this game was insane. Yeah. Crazy. Just and if not for Jordan Pickford, it, it, this was another one that could have gotten like six like or really seven bad. for, for yeah. Watford. Yeah, really quickly. 
on that note, should we uh, take a break and come back with the best ofs? Yeah. Yeah. Welcome back to Garden Parties, ladies and gentlemen, where it is your favorite time, my favorite time, everybody's favorite time, the best ofs. Uh, my best of is United Liverpool, just because it's banter, and I win a bunch of money, so shout out to me. Uh, match? Uh, my match of the week was City Brighton for obvious reasons. Um, we smashed them. Yeah, uh, my match of the week, which you know I just said we just talked about, was Watford Everton. Uh, crazy match with an unexpected result. Mm. Yeah, for real. Uh, my player of the week is Joe Gallagher, the Wheat. Uh, uh, young Wayne Rooney slash young Alan Smith slash young everything came on absolutely played without any fear and he's called Joey so that's fun <laughs> uh, my player of the week was uh, the best striker in an all red kit uh, who scored a hat trick uh, Josh King um, I just I thought this was a wild-ass match and an incredible performance from a guy who, uh, quite frankly, was, like, sat on a bench, I feel like, two matches ago. Uh, so, hopefully I've, – I've always liked him a lot as well. Uh, so, hopefully this builds his stock. Um, and he stays in the prem even if Watford don't stay up because they're probably not going to stay up. Uh, Nick? Uh... Uh, yeah, another hat trick hero. Um, it's about fucking time. It's now. It's my player of the week. Uh, my shirt of the week this week is the Sporting Lisbon, uh, new 21 22 cup shirt, and it is just green and white half and half shirt. And you know, everybody loves a half and half shirt. Yeah, that's on a strong, their shirts are very strong. Uh, my shirt. Uh, is a player specific. Uh, the 2020 or 21 22 Kelme. Is it Kelm or Kelme? I never know. Whatever. I think it's Kelme. 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 Uh, Watford, Danny. It's Spanish. Lillian. Yeah, it's Spanish. Uh, <laughs> I th- I'm definitely copying the Danny Rose. Uh, Watford. Yeah. Gonna have to. Maybe the green one. Um, Nick, shirt. Uh, I almost went with a banter pick, but like, Madge here and went with the Liverpool kick because it honestly is quite good. But I went with Madrid home instead. I feel like they always kind of have some different kind of color trim to the, their white jerseys, but yeah. this time they went with their kind of gold and blue, and it's just super clean. Yeah. Yeah, that's always one of my favorite things about the Madrid shirt that they kind of like. They'll do the same thing, but they'll switch up the the like piping or whatever every so often. Yeah, it's fire. All right, shout outs. Uh, yeah, shout outs to everybody at Black Sheet for playing out with me and Nick yesterday when we were going through own spells of depression. Uh, shout outs to uh, P's and Q's, the Adora, you guys, uh, White Jesse going to teach the kids. Uh, shout outs to everybody. My girlfriend, my cat, and my mother. Sick. Um, shout out to my family. 
Um, shout out to my girlfriend, Rachel, who put on an amazing event this weekend for Red Bull called Dancer Style. Uh, the national finals, really big deal. Lots of money involved. And she smashed it as one does, as as the Garden Parties fam does with things, they smash them. Um, shout out to Honey Sit and Eat Biscuits. Those biscuits are really, really fire, especially with the purple jelly. Madge, when your tummy gets better, I'm gonna bring you some. <laughs> uh, damn. Yeah, yeah, I got you, fam. Uh, Nick, you too, if you want some. Uh, Dan Dan Noodle, yeah, we, we just ordered from there, I'm about to eat. Um, and West Ham for um, doing Spurs. We didn't talk about it, but it's really not worth it. They did Spurs, <laughs> it's, all, it's all that needs to be said, right? Am I right? <laughs> yeah, basically. Shout out Mikel Antonio. Yeah, always, always. All right, Nick, go, go at it. And shout out to my mom. Shout out to my brother. Shout out to Hot Ten Ben Arfa. Shout out to Z. <laughs> shout out to Zizu. I'm gonna do what the wife's. Yeah, it's gonna do what the white people are doing these days and try to manifest Zinedine Zidane. <laughs> uh, shout out to Dimaggio for being my partner in sadness and crimes on the weekends. <laughs> uh, shout out to James E. Shout out to Nash. Shout out to. You know, Tortel and super producer Swens and Ian and everybody. And shout out to me. Shout out to Watford Ed because he had a great time this weekend. I'm happy for him. Uh, it's been Garden Parties, ladies and gentlemen. Like, follow, subscribe, and come play football with us tomorrow on Tuesdays at uh, 321 Fairmount Avenue. Getting it again. Kind of forgot about it, but getting it. Nailed it. it. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's been garden parties. We'll see you next week. I mean, we'll see you. We'll see you guys, man. Long sleeve service. <laughs>